Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead. We're looking into our um, discussion for this week um, about living beyond ourselves and another level of that. So Pastor Billy, take us into the guide. Yeah, you know, this whole season is predicated on the fact that, you know, the holiday season, while it's a joyous season for many, it's also a very hard season for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I, I think we all know of someone that's struggling and or you've heard of someone who's committed suicide mm-hmm. or their marriage is challenged. I mean, there's just so many things in life that often as we don't want to think about during the holiday season, but every mental health expert, psychologist say this is the season that people struggle the most. Right. Um, and so I don't want us as a church to bury our heads in the sand or bury our heads in Christmas ornaments, mm-hmm. you know, but to really open our eyes and see, hey, we need to live beyond our walls for yes. the people that God's placed in our lives. And, and that's really the heart of this series. And so this week, you know, we're looking at living beyond our walls. And, you know, we looked at the passage uh, of, of Jesus ministering to Zacchaeus. And one of the things that saddens me about this story is verse seven, where it talks about when Jesus was ministering to Zacchaeus, you know, all the people began to mutter, oh, he's going to be the guest of this sinner, you know. And all throughout the New Testament, you see Jesus, com- the, uh, the authors comparing the heart of Christ with the heart of the Pharisees, right. the religious people. Mm-hmm. If you, when you read the Bible in the New Testament, the sinners weren't the bad guys. Right. It was the religious people right. that were right. the bad guys. Right. The people that got Jesus mad and had him f- braid a whip and flip tables, it wasn't sinners and prostitutes. Mm-hmm. What made him mad were the religious people that built walls to keep right, the sinners out. and the prostitutes right. out. Yeah, right. and I think we often forget that you know as Christians, you know, we, if, if you've been a Christian for a while, and I'm talking to leaders, so we've been Christians for a while, we subtly can build walls between mm-hmm. us and them, mm-hmm. the church and the non-church, and we look at the the sinners out there with disdain and with judgment and and self righteousness, and that's the very thing that Jesus wants to break. Right. And it's the kind of the point of this message that hey, we can't become modern Pharisees in this season, mm-hmm. but we need to be like Jesus, who looked at a notorious sinner like Zacchaeus and invited himself to his house. Right. You know, that's the very opposite thing than what the Pharisees were doing, trying to keep Zacchaeus's out. Jesus went and invited himself in, and that's got to be our heart. I think during this holiday season, who are the Zacchaeuses, the broken mm-hmm. people, the hurting people in our lives? And rather than being self righteous towards them, building walls to keep them out. We need to go beyond those walls to invite them in. And you know, I I think it's not a coincidence that this Christmas uh, falls on a Sunday this year. You know, the first uh, post-COVID Christmas is on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And you know, historically over the, uh, whenever Christmas and and even New Year's Day has fallen on Sundays, attendance has been good. People Mm -hmm. come to church. People are open. They're very open. Oh man, they come to church. And you know, I remember the first time this happened when I was on staff, I, I had a bad attitude, can I be honest? <laughs> I didn't like, want to no go to church. Well, I didn't want to go to church on Christmas morning. I was like, <laughs> I want to open my presents with Christmas music and, you know, my family. And But I felt I was convicted because when I came, man, there were lines of people because yeah. we used to line up at LCC, right, if you remember. Right. And, and, and people got touched by God and yes. people got saved. And I said, man, Lord, I'm sorry that even in my self, I wanted to build a wall. Yeah. This was an open door. And I think this holiday season is going to be a great open door for a I lot agree. of people. But we got to be make sure we're not Pharisees Absolutely. and we're looking for the Zacchaeuses in our Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a great way to start group as we head into the questions, right, reflecting on the sermon, the main thought, scriptures above, is maybe pausing and having everyone reflect on how they got mm-hmm. where they're at right now. How did the people in your group start coming to church? How did they start coming to right. group? Why do they still seek Jesus now? A big part, yes, God drew them, but God used people. Right. God used a person to pray them in, walk them in, yeah. walk them through hard things in life. Right. Someone went out of their way and saw us as a Zacchaeus mm-hmm. and brought us in. And, you know, if we pause and can reflect on that, I think we can remember and be thankful and then say, okay, God, 
if someone can do that for me, right. I can do that for someone else. And I think what keeps people away, maybe as uh, the longer you're a Christian and you see lost people and, and you, or you see, oh, this next generation, they're so crazy. And it's a fear. It's a fear that you're not going to be able to impact them. It's a fear that you're not going to be able to answer their questions. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a fear that, that you, they're going to affect you somehow. But yeah. I love that Jesus always went to the marginalized That's right. because he knew who he was and he knew he wasn't going to get influenced by them. And he knew what his purpose was. And mm-hmm. I think for us, if we remember who we are in Christ and remember our purpose is to influence them and to love them, I think that breaks away all the fear Mm -hmm. and we can engage in these relationships and then bring them in and let them experience the love of the Father through relationship. Yeah, you know, fear is definitely a thing that hinders us. I think another Mm -hmm. thing, probably more so for me and maybe for a lot of you, is we just tend to get self-righteous. Yeah. You know, I've Mm -hmm. invested so much in my faith. I've worked so hard to stop doing the sins of my past. Mm -hmm. And and you idiots out there need to just change. You need to just stop it, you know. I mean, it's not just religious people, though. I mean, we do that in politics. Mm-hmm. We do that in anything. Is it, we, 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 our human nature is just to create a us-against-them yes. mentality. Yes. It's kind of like with the, our, our, our egos need it, you know. But, but, but I love what Jesus does. He, he breaks down the us-against-them. Mm-hmm. There is no us-against-them. Right. We are all sinners, right. and we all need a Savior. <laughs> Whether you're a Jew, you're a Gentile, Democrat, Republican, rich, poor, whatever you are, we all need a Savior. And I think for us as Christians, we have to remember that. Yeah. Because especially for us, you know, that have been around for a while, we will get self-righteous. Yeah. That's probably why the Bible talks about this so much. But all the more, we have to remember where we came from, yes. the brokenness, yes. the lostness. And we didn't get here by our merit. We got here by the grace of God. And yes. all the more, we need to help other Zacchaeuses that were once like us right. to come to that same place. And that's why I love what, how Jesus is so clear in the Great Commission. Right. So clear. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and the ends of the earth. Like I think the longer we're Christians, we started to reach our family and our friends. And so our bubble, our relational bubbles all saved. Mm -hmm. And that really is what is what creates, I think, that mental subconscious divide or judgment. Echo chamber. It's an echo chamber, right? And you forget. And so you forget that you were once lost. You forget that you were once like that. And that's why at Pearlside we're always saying each one reach one Mm -hmm. each year. Mm -hmm. Stay connected to a lost person. Be be around people. Open your lives up because it keeps us out of that echo chamber. It reminds us of who we are. It reminds us that we need to go to people not like us. Not just our Jerusalem, which is our family around us, not just our Judea, our city, but our Samaria, the people we don't agree with, the That's people right. that, that are opposite of us because they need Jesus mm-hmm. too and we need to bring him, we need to build bridges and this season, this holiday season I really feel is so pivotal. We know I mean the news cycle, everything mm-hmm. around us is so drab, it's so dire, there's so much despair and we have the hope of the world and we can Bring it to people right. one life at a time. So as we, you know, number the question, second question, share about someone who impacted your life, like Michelle said. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe leaders, as we prepare for this group, be thinking about, yeah, who impacted yeah. my life? What did they do? And I bet they they listened to you, they cared for mm-hmm. you, they prayed for you. You know, they wept, made you a meal. They wept with you. Yeah. yeah, had you over to their house or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and share about that because sometimes we forget how simple that actually yes. is. Like, you know, Jesus didn't do anything profound. He said, I'm coming to your house. Right. Let's hang out. Let's have dinner, you know. Yep. And maybe you won't be as bold as to invite yourself over to someone's house. But <laughs> but I think the picture is like, I want to enter into your world, enter yeah. into your life. Um, so think about that and share yeah. that. How did What did someone else do for you? 
Um, and then number three there, how can you love and serve someone outside the walls of the church? This is so key because as Michelle said, you know, mm-hmm. as we've been around for a while, you we insulate ourselves with just mm-hmm. a lot of Christians. Right. But there are always people outside the walls that we need to extend ourselves yeah. to. Zacchaeus was outside the walls right. of that crowd mm-hmm. and Jesus had to go and get him, whereas the Pharisees said, no, he doesn't belong right. here, right? So who is someone in your life that God is calling you to love and serve? How can you practically love and serve them? So I think we have to keep reminding ourselves that we might not need more relationships. Relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be okay. We have our friends, we have our support system, mm-hmm. we have those, but it's not about what we need. Mm-hmm. It's about what God's called us to. Right. We have to remember our purpose as Christians is to make Him known. And so, you know, make that space. And I, I would say, you know, as you're praying through which holiday parties to say yes to, which events to go to, pray and seek the Lord and ask Him, where's my one? Which, which of these events do, do you want me to go to? Not just for me, not just for my family to have some fun, but where is do I need to be where that one person is that you're calling me to reach in this season? And then strategically place yourself so you have margin to be available in case they say, hey, you want to grab lunch tomorrow? Or, hey, I'm open, you want to do this? Or, I'm willing to come to church? Have margin in this season so we can be ready when the Lord opens up their hearts. No, that is so true. You know, for me, um, you know, I, like almost all my friends are Christians where they, mm-hmm. they have been, you know, my, most of my family's all saved now. Right. Um, but Me I too. realized that, you know, through Micah's, and I've talked about this before, through mm-hmm. his basketball, I'm now in the basketball community. I'm making all these new friends. Right. Um, and it's taken a while, maybe about a year now, but I can actually honestly call some of these families friends. Right. Like they're friends. Like I like hanging out with them. I like yeah. talking to them. And and I know that those are the, the Zacchaeuses that God's yes. calling me to just yes, love and absolutely. serve right now and eventually, you know. But what's really cool, though, and, and you know, God does this sovereignly, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I have uh, at least three families now from those contacts in the basketball community that now come to our church. That's awesome. Um, one has only been coming the last couple of weeks, but he popped into my small group the other night, just visited, uh, wow. said hello. Yeah, he was on his way somewhere. I said, hey, stop by, say hello. That's and awesome. he did, I know. And, um, you know, and so we're really believing that, that there, more of these relationships are going to come to fruition. Yep. But you know what's awesome? Sometimes we think, oh, they're so far away. Right. I, don't, I don't know any lost people. And like, no, really? You see? Really? Yes. You don't know any lost people? <laughs> right. Come on now. Right. We're just maybe not intentional. Yes. And so I know for Nomi and I, we've tried to be real intentional, building these friendships, and we'll see where it goes. You know? right. and, it's, and, you know, and it's not just about them coming to church. Exactly. It's about just being there to love them, yes. hopefully introduce Jesus to them. If they come to our church, go to another church, whatever, that's, that's up to God. But I just know I need to love and serve these Zacchaeuses right. in my life and see what God does. So right. who are those people for you? Mm-hmm. And it may be even help the people in your group to think about that. Is mm-hmm. it coworkers? Is it the barista you always see at Starbucks? Well, right. how can you take that relationship further? Is exactly. it the, the, the waiter, the bellman? I don't know, whatever, but mm-hmm. how can we be intentional yes. to not just say hi and God bless you from a distance, but hey, mm-hmm. I'm coming to your house. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I, I want to enter into your life and I want you to enter into mine. And let's have a fruitful discussion around that. I think it'd be powerful. Yep. And each one of the members of your group can do something. So I would say, have them say something, Mm -hmm. you know, take a time, pause, pray, and then pause again. Have them say, this is what, this is my next step. This is what I'm going to believe for. And then follow up, keep it in the group chat, you know, encourage each other. If it comes through, like I was just telling them this, um, one of my friends I've been praying for forever, started reaching back out and now we're grabbing lunch and I'm telling that to my group and they're all getting stirred up. And now they're sharing the stories about their people they're connecting with, you know, celebrate, share these things, stir each other on in faith. And we're just going to see an amazing harvest. I really believe it. You know, let me close with this thought. You know, I had two people this week tell me if God puts a name on your heart and your mind call, call them, them text yep. them don't wait one guy um, he said that because he called a guy and it turns out the dude found out just recently he has cancer wow you know thank God he was there he's able to pray for him encourage him another guy said 
I didn't call him. Mm. I didn't follow up. And I found out he died. Oh, gosh. You know, and I just, it really just hit home to me because I've had those moments. I think we all have where yeah. our name pops into our head and we're like, yeah, you know, and Later, we just assume, or, right. we assume they'll be fine. We'll, we assume right. there's going to be more time and, and maybe there will be, but maybe there won't. Mm-hmm. And I think if a name pops in, let's just be a loving people that calls, checks in, how yeah. you doing? Just wanted to say hi. How's your family? How's your life? Extend care, right. you know, not necessarily just invite them to church. That's a very uh, overly simplistic thing that Christians right. do, right. and it's it's almost cliche. A that little that's impersonal what we're sometimes too, right? But just how are you doing? How's mm-hmm. your life? How's your family? How's work? I just I just want to catch up, right? And maybe that will turn into an invite, yeah. but more, more importantly, it, it shows love and care. And I Absolutely. think more than anything during this season, that's what we need to do. And if we do that, God, God will do the rest, but we got to take that first yeah. step. So, yeah. so leaders, let's encourage our people to be that loving presence, to go beyond our walls and, and let God use us to impact the people in our lives. And I think uh, we'll see amazing fruit as we do. Absolutely. And remember, nothing's a coincidence. God is sovereign, and He orchestrates our steps. Nothing's a coincidence. The person you run into, the person you think about. And so, you know, leave that with your group this week and have them really yep. lean into the Holy Spirit and, and be quick to obey because lives are on the line, and we can be an answer for that. Amen? So Amen. have a great group this week. We're excited for this season. Uh, be intentional, be present, mm-hmm. um, and be prayerful. And have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thanksgiving. It came so fast. Enjoy your time. Amen. God bless you.